Hello and welcome back to Graveyard Dirt, the podcast about anything and everything witchy from a practitioner's point of view and a non-practitioner's point of view. I'm Zoe, a witch. I'm Andrew, (laughs) (laughs) non-practitioner. I work for Del Dot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, starting off on a real interesting note. Yeah. Anyways, um... If this is your first time tuning in, at the beginning of every episode, we go over a tarot card. I Andrew gives his initial interpretation of the card, yep. and then I give mine as a tarot reader. Yeah. I will say I'm getting progressively better at this, you which are. means I am going to suck this one. Well, this is, <laughs> is going to be an interesting episode altogether, but let's get into the card first. So our card today is the Ten of Cups. Hmm. A couple stands together, their arms outstretched as two children play nearby, looking out towards a home on the hill, a river, and a rainbow in the sky filled with ten cups. Yeah, that's a lot of cups. <laughs> um, it seems like the cups are kind of showing, like, man, like good fortune or like uh, an abundance. Okay. Yeah, which kind of seems like what they're showing in this image here there's the two adults is what i assume a man and a woman and then two kids and they're kind of like on a farmstead and it's like this is our land we did it this is all our cool stuff and our 10 cups in this guy yeah yeah so i would say abundance and kind of like joy or happiness just by their posture there you go yeah that's what i think awesome so cups are connected to the element water and that's emotions and feelings and mm, like that kind of thing. Cups hold water. Yes, they do. And that's why there's a river. Yes. They fill their cups in the river. Yes, that's your that's your connection, your symbolism of like emotion. Uh, this card is a card of happiness and contentment. Uh, it often relates to families and is a sign that you've created love, happiness, and success with your life. I'd say I was pretty darn close. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like your happily ever after kind of card. It may appear when you're spending more time with like your family. Um, maybe you're on a vacation. Um, time where you get to rest and relax. Creating memories. Like, do you get the gist? Yeah. So yeah. what about if this card was in reverse? I mean, so, cups, if they're upside down, this stuff falls out. Exactly. So, so is that losing something or just not having it? Because the regular one is like having that abundance and that pride and that joy. So is the reverse losing it or just not having it in general? So I'd say that probably would relate to context of like why you're pulling the card. But mm-hmm. in general, this could indicate family issues, financial hardships, unsupportive environment, disagreements. Uh, You have your rainbow, which is like a signal, a symbol of like the end of difficult times, like that rainbow after the rain kind of thing. Mm, Sure. Uh, And then you have your family for stability and comfort. So in reverse, there would be like distraught and. Yeah, the people have their hands up. They're like, no, my cup. (laughs) We're losing the water. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I was pretty spot on with that one. Yeah. Feel good about that. Nice. Starting off strong. It's only downhill from here. No, 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 no. I think you're going to enjoy our main topic today. Is it about cups? No, it's about tarot for beginners. So I think a first good place to start is the different types of tarot decks. You've got 
Ryder Waite Smith. Okay. There's another one. Loth? Loth deck? Thoth. Thoth deck. Okay. Yeah. Loth, I think, is that spider god from D&D. Completely different. Well, you never know. And uh, the one that did the Thoth deck, that was that crazy guy, right? Crowley. Alistair Crowley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That nut job. Um, Do you have another one? Uh, is there a third one? Mm-hmm. I don't know a third one, but I know Oracle decks. That's not tarot, but that's similar. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like there's one more type of deck that's not Oracle or tarot. Isn't there one that's, or maybe it is Oracle where it's a lot of like sun and moon phases and stuff like that and the different planets. Oh, like an astrological deck? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to focus mainly on tarot and we're going to focus on the Rider Waite Smith system yeah the other one is marcial decks that's it yeah i knew it was something kind of frenchy and although i could like totally spend hours talking about the history of tarot and the different systems we're gonna kind of like skip ahead to starting to read tarot yeah let's just nail that on one for now and then (laughs) if we really feel like it we can branch out i think that's a good start yes you don't want to overwhelm me too much my brain the rider smith deck uh, or system is going to be probably one that you see most commonly. It's going to be the one that you find is used in books, unless it specifies like this is a book about Thoth, this is a book about Marcel. Um, most of the time, if you see the word "quote unquote" tarot, it's going to relate to Rider Waite Smith. So all the tarot cards we've been pulling, they're have all Rider Waite Smith deck. Gotcha. Yes. And a lot of decks will use those similar cards and like take their own spin exactly okay got be it. their interpretations of the rider waitsmith system yep okay um which is their definitions of the card interpretations mm. of the card yeah and you mostly read rider waitsmith right correct, correct or the variations yeah i have one i still have it i have one deck i was using it and i was like i don't know i really like this artwork but i'm kind of confused here and this is weird and I had it for literally years before I read in the book and it was like related to Thoth. And I was like, oh, that explains yeah. so much. Yeah, and that Aleister Crowley guy. It stays in the far left corner where I can barely reach it. Yes, where you can't even see it. Because <laughs> it's still pretty, but like we just don't connect. I also do um, have some Marcel decks, hmm. but that tends to be very similar to the Rider Waite Smith system, except for it is more aligned more along the lines of like pip deck that was going to be my next question yes yeah, so the rider weight smith system they expanded on the minor arcana and giving them full illustration so the difference between a pip deck and not a pip deck i know you don't really care for the pip decks unless no, it's cool no, artwork that's not true at all so, so i just want to know the difference because okay. i know you say stuff about one or the other and yes And so we're going to get to that. I want to back up a few steps. Let's start with how many cards are in a deck. We already went over this. In a previous episode. Yeah, 74. No. 78. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) With 22 um, major arcana cards. Okay. (laughs) You're looking like you're questioning that. Yeah, 52 plus 22 is 74. Is my brain not working? I don't know. There's 52 cards in a standard deck. Yeah, and there's 56 <clears throat> minor arcana. Oh, right, because because a standard the, the deck, cane, the yeah, jack, the or the knight. That's it. Knight. The knights. Okay. 
There we go. Talk 78. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 78 cards in a deck. We're going to talk about picking your deck to start. First off, I'm going to totally just throw out that you may have heard, you may follow, you may believe, you may have been told that you are not allowed to buy yourself your first tarot deck. You must be gifted this deck by an elder and they will teach you the way and bullshit. No one's ever given me a tarot deck. That's gatekeeping. It is. We don't do that here. Mm-mm. Trash. Not in this house. I mean, okay. It'd probably be cool to be gifted like your first deck and it'll oh, have like and yeah. stuff. But like if you see a deck and you want to learn how to read tarot and you don't have somebody in your life that's going to do that, buy yourself the deck. Agree. It's not going to not work because you bought it for yourself. I promise you. <laughs> so you decide you're going to buy your first tarot deck. I do have a blog post on this that I actually want to go back and update because I have extra decks and I have them all stacked here. So you get to see them. Yeah, there's a lot. So the first one. I'm surprised I... your desk is still standing. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that I would recommend, obviously, is your traditional Rider Wade Smith tarot deck, the OG. Yes. Okay. This is the deck that pretty much any book that you pick up to learn tarot is going to have illustrations of these cards. So is this like public domain artwork? Like anyone can use this artwork as it is and publish their own deck, or do you have to always make a modification to I it? I believe the Rider Wade Smith um, artwork just went public domain. I believe. I don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Or do you always did. have to pay a royalty? No, I think it. I think it recently went public. I, I feel like that's in my brain. It's just odd that there are so many decks that are putting out the same artwork, and the only difference is. That is a different publisher, or it's a different box. Or is this Rider Wade Smith fella um, just making absolute bank on these things? No. Um, and Rider Wade Smith is different people. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know. Um, yes, the original version of the Rider Wade Smith of the Rider Wade Smith tarot is in public domain in all countries. And um Yeah, so it looks like it's public domain. Cool. There you go. There you go. And now you know. Now we know. Now you know. Because I think that they were like, oh, look, you're going to see all sorts of cool things pop up. Yeah, that's based off the copyright laws, right? That's why yeah. Winnie the Pooh is now public domain. Yes, and there is a Winnie the Pooh deck that just recently came out. That's why. So this is why I would recommend this. I know like, it might seem boring at first, Um but I feel like it's good basics because yes. a lot of other decks build off of it or like exactly. take their own interpretations of the cards. There's a lot of symbolism within these, these illustrations that you're either going to find interpretations of or lacking of in other decks. It's also what I would consider budget friendly. Yeah, I'm sure. It's baseline, um, right? Yeah, it's between like $14 and $20, which compared to some of the more expensive decks, um, even with the gold frills and like the gold foiling and stuff exactly yeah the special backs that are like do whatever <laughs> textured yes. you know yes so that would be my number one like recommendation but maybe you're like mm, that's boring i don't connect to that deck i don't really want that or i have it and i just want something like nicer different more me 
that's where I'm going to go kind of into the Rider Wade Smith interpretations. I'm not going to go like full into depth because we'd probably be here for like ever. Yeah, I have to edit this tonight. Mm -hmm. So if we could keep it to like an hour. Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. So I'll, I'll pair these two together. So you have the Modern Witch Tarot deck and you have the Pulp Girls Tarot deck. Both of these take more of like a modern spin on the Rider-Waite-Smith um, symbolism and artwork. They are both female-centric. Uh, not that that really matters. They have a different color scheme. They're a little bit brighter. They're a little bit more current. Uh, but you're going to find a lot of the same symbolism as the original deck just in a different art style. So if you're looking for something that's more you, I'd say that's probably your like next best step. Then there's decks like Magical Tarot that was a part of um, Robin Valentine's uh, book. She's a tired witch and her book is The Magical Tarot. Um, and there's a deck included in that. Also, again, you're going to find that simple Rider Waite Smith symbolism just in a different art style mm -hmm. this one i'd say is like probably the closest to rider wade smith just in more pastels and a different illustration type yeah i like that are each of the four different like things their own color in this deck yeah it seems like the, like there's four pentacles, distinct colors yeah. no they just because that's pentacles is purple and that's color ah, is purple that's cool though still yeah, fun yeah exactly and again, we're I like the in, back too. Yeah. Again, we're in kind of that like budget friendly esque. These are um, mass marketed decks. These are mass marketed decks. So you're going to range between like $20 to $30. Still pretty reasonable. Yeah. 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 Um, Mystical Medleys is another really great one. Again, we're following that Rider Waite Smith system, but this is has more of like a vintage cartoony uh, vibe to it. So if you're looking for something that's not like female centric and not just person, you're going to have animals, you're going to have kind of different symbolism in this one. Nice. Then um, my last two that I'm going to recommend are kind of different. So there's the Fedor Pavlov tarot. And this has more of an illustration style. I'd call this like, again, following the Rider Waite Smith system, but it's more illustration. Lots of boobies in this one, but it's awesome. I love it. It's a beautiful deck. And it comes with a book. Yes. And it comes with a book. Do they all come with books or booklets or do they all kind of rely on knowing the Rider Waite Smith system or is it a digital? Most decks are going to come with a little white book. All of these come with a more of a like a little hardbound book just because of their publishing companies uh, where you're going to get your keywords and your general description of the card. Gotcha. Um and then the last one, if you want to go really different, I would recommend the Somnia Tarot, which has more of a photographic artwork to it. So you're still going to find a lot of the same symbolism. You're going to recognize a lot of the images, but at the end of the day, it's not an illustration. It's actual photography. That's cool. That is different. Exactly. So you picked your deck and now you want to start actually reading Tarot. Yes. Oh, I 
you want to know the difference between a pip deck and a not pip deck. If you'll tell me. Yes. So a pip deck takes those minor arcana cards and instead of a full illustration, like it is in the Rider Waite Smith system, it has a baseline symbolic, like if it's five cups, the mm -hmm. five of cups, it's going to be five cups or whatever symbol they're using for cups. If it's the ten of pentacles, you're going to have ten pentacles, ten coins, ten bones, whatever the symbol that they're using for that. And now with more artists creating decks, those symbols might have a little bit of extra detail to them, but generally it's kept to just those symbols. There's no full illustration. There's no people. There's no extra symbolism. It's just the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So when you read that as a pip deck, do you relate it just back to the base meaning of the card? Yeah, or so does the art style play into your reading? Like if it's, I don't know, one of them... Some of the swords, there's got to be some swords that are like cracked or something like that, that represents like a bad omen or, or, or struggle or something like that. Does, is there ever like a hybrid type art so style? So now with all the like art, different artists creating decks, you might find yourself creating your own personal correspondences in those cards based off of the pip deck illustration. But generally you're going to tie it back to a memorization of the card meaning. I see. So, I mean, obviously, like, readings have evolved, um, so it's going to change over time, but for the most part, that's, like, pip deck versus full illustration. Do people ever use, like, an online deck if you yeah, use pip decks? Apps. I feel like... Well, not even just, like, for pip decks. There's apps that, like, will pull your Rider Waite Smith or Marcel or Thoth or whatever. So, some people really like to use those if they're on the go or they're trying to be inconspicuous. They just use an app. Because I feel like you could build something really cool in Excel that would display. Yeah, yeah. You could just do like a random number generator that would pull from your stock, your your electronic stack of cards, and then it would just remove that one for, from the next one, fold it. And then you could really display your um, whatever it's called when you pull multiple cards in a row. Spread. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to make you an Excel sheet? I'm good. Thank okay. you. <laughs> All right. So we've picked our deck out. And now you're starting to learn the different card meanings. At first, you're going to be met with lots of keywords. You're going to see a card and it's going to give you like three to five basic keywords. And it's going to feel like a real struggle to memorize the meaning of every card on top of if you're going to incorporate things like reversals. It's just going to become overwhelming and kind of like baseline with all those keywords. Um, obviously, pick up a book read in some further like descriptions of the cards but my best advice is pull a card every day mm -hmm. that sounds right pull a card every day journal is my next best like suggestion journal all of your readings that you possibly can and my personal way of journaling was to have like this two-part system i would pull my cards and i would write what i see w-i-s and that would be exactly what I see. What do I see in the card? What things stand out to me? What do I think that the card means? And then after I finished my reading that way, I would go back and I would write in TM or traditional meaning. And I would study and look up the meaning of the card and include all those things. And I did that for every reading, even if it was a repeat card. And it helps you connect 
your personal correspondences to the traditional meaning. So things that you find in your life or you find in the personal symbolism of the card. Because yes, you can pick up a book and you can even use the book for your readings. And every time you pull a card, you can look at the meaning within that book. But there's more to tarot than just the like set definition. Right. That makes sense. So would you pull your card in the morning to kind of outline your day ahead? Or do you pull your card in the evening to summarize your day or to do your day ahead? When did you do yours? What do you find is best? So I like to pull my cards in the morning. They're obviously like, if that doesn't work for you, then pull it whenever you can. Yeah. Um, but there is opportunity and like uh, advantages in both pulling in the morning or pulling at night. You could honestly do both if you really wanted to pull cards. Um, pulling in the morning, you're kind of setting up to see like, how is this going to relate for the rest of the day? And so you can go on throughout your day and be like, hmm, maybe this is the four of pentacle moment in my life. Or like you have it like in your mind. Yeah. Try to relate it to what you're seeing. Yeah. Pulling it at the end of the day. It's a really great way to reflect back and be like, okay, I see that now. Where did that fit in? I think I like that better because it also offers you a reflection on your day. Yeah. Just in general. Exactly. So, I mean, whatever really works for you. Um, I personally really think that spreads are a great way to help, like, start to build your tarot practice. Um, I find that free pulling, sometimes you can just end up, like, pulling 40 cards and not really just being like, oh, well, if I add this onto it and I add this onto it, and then you kind of feel overwhelmed at the end. You're like, I really don't know what any of this means. What do you think about doing the the like two cards in the evening yeah. where it'll be like this one is my my previous day and then this one is the day ahead so, I have a so couple, that's like a mini spread but it's a couple pulls yeah so i mean i have a couple like go-to things i know for like a weekly a week ahead i tend to like to pull your theme card and then something to focus on and then something that can wait and then that can also be applied to like a daily pull if you mm-hmm. want to pull three cards Another three-card pull that I really enjoy is red light, yellow light, green light. Stop. Don't do. Mm. (laughs) Yellow light, slow down. Maybe think about it. Green light, like, put your energy into this. I gotcha. Simplify it even more. Two-card pull. Something to know, something to let go. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just like... But then you're seeing the relation between the cards. Exactly, exactly. Because... The more cards you pull, not only are you pulling individual cards, but they're going to relate to each other. Right. And then next time you see them next to each other, then you have like a reference. Like, oh, I've seen this before. This is what I thought. This is what happened. Yeah. There you go. Kind of like the end game of chess. Oh, and reflecting back on reversals. I think reversals are a really important part of reading. Not everybody reads reversals. Um, I think personally, I feel like that can be limiting. Um, to not read, to not read reversals, but I also understand that every reader is different. What I would recommend is that you at least learn the reversal meanings of the cards. I think it would be important to learn the meanings of the cards first and then incorporate reversals. Yes. A hundred percent. When you first start out, I don't read reversals. (laughs) Don't confuse yourself. Just read and understand 
each card in its upright position and then learn the reversals. Yeah, I agree. But my recommendation is that don't limit yourself and be like, oh, well, I just know all the upright and I don't need to know the reversal. Yeah. At least like read through them and at least have it in your mind. I know some readers that don't necessarily read reversals, but they have the reversal meaning and they will incorporate it in their upright position. Hmm. So based off of like where it is, because I mean, if a card is in a let go position, isn't that kind of like a reversal? If I pull a really positive card, like the 10 of cups, but it's in a let it go position, wouldn't that kind of be like a reversal meaning in a sense? Maybe. (laughs) It was a rhetorical question. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. Because I feel like reversals have more of like a harder connotation than your let it go. So a reversal doesn't necessarily mean, I know it's called a reversal, but it doesn't necessarily mean the exact opposite. Right. But it just doesn't seem like it exactly lines up with your let it go considerations. I don't know. I'm not a tarot reader. (laughs) You tell me. Oh, it was rhetorical. Yes. That's what it means. (laughs) So if I pulled, so say I pulled the 10 of cups, which we were just talking about in reverse, I would see that as a sign that I'm putting too much stock in this like perfect picture of life, Um, which would be not necessarily the reversal of the 10 of cups, but it is another side to that. Does that make sense? I think what I'm kind of stuck on is just the the actual meaning of the reversal, like mm-hmm. if it's pulled versus what you're attributing it to. Like if you're putting it on the let it go side, that's something that you need to work on for yourself. Like you need to understand what the card says, but then have like a, an internal meaning on what you're going to do about that. Mm-hmm. Whereas the actual reversal means something different than that. You may ultimately do something similar to what the reversal says, but that's your decision at that point on how you want to let it go. So I think there's more to the reverse. Like I said, there's more to a reversal than just the opposite or like the negative because sometimes the reversal meaning isn't even negative. Mm-hmm. It's just like an extension of. Yeah, like the tower the reversal. That would probably be a good one. I think a good, <laughs> I think a good example kind of is like, um, the Ten of Swords in reverse. It still basically has the same meaning as upright, but there was like extra information. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, nah, it's all still shitty, but like there's more time. I gotcha. <laughs> so when I'm putting it in a position like let it go, and that Ten of Cups is in that position. If I were to read it without at least knowing a general idea of the reversed meaning, I would see, let it go. I'd see, oh, happy life, family, success. And immediately my brain would go doom and gloom. Oh, this means that I just am going to have a terrible life and everything sucks for me. Yeah. But if I know my reversal meaning of like, feeling unbalanced, discomfort, um, argument, difficult times. Like if I have more of an understanding of that side of the card, now when I see it and let it go, I can kind of piece together that perhaps this means I'm putting too much stock in this idea of life rather than just like, oh, 
My life sucks. <laughs> I see. Well, I think that's about it. For you like think? Your, your first tippy toe steps into it. But I do have one request. And I figure this will take the place of correspondence instead. Okay. Will you give me a two card reading? Sure. Is this. Oh, you're not my elder, but is this you gifting <laughs> me a tarot deck? Is this the, this is it? This is the start of something fresh? Here you go. Rider Wade Smith. <laughs> All right. Now I have to shuffle it? Sure. Yes. I guess we didn't talk about shuffling, but this was bare bone basics. Yeah. Uh, I like shuffling cards. It's yeah. like, um, what's it called? Cathartic? That's a word. That's not the word I was thinking of. <laughs> um, like when you med- meditative. Ah. Yes. Yeah, which I'm guessing is a synonym for cathartic, right? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. All right. Two card reading. Does it matter where I pull the card from? Doesn't matter. All right. Oh, we went interesting. He just split the deck. Queen of Swords. Okay. Do we have a spread here? Is there a meaning to this card, or are we just pulling two cards in relation to each other? Um, I don't know. You're Just the, you're pulling the a card. Okay, so if I'm spreading the cards, um, I've already split them in half, so I'll take the other bottom. Oh, we're going interesting here. Oh, shoot. Look at that. Two queens. One's got a sword, one's got a wand. Okay. Um, one is face up, and one is upside down. Which one's which? Um, I don't think either of them are a witch. No. <laughs> the one has a wand, so I guess that one. Which one is reversed and which one is not? The queen of swords is reversed. Okay. Okay. So I've got my other card? the Queen of Wands straight up and the Queen of Swords straight up to side down. So what does this mean? It means that, I don't know, they're spinning around. Um, it seems like the Queen of Wands really has this thing handled. She seems pretty set. She's got this staff. She's got a cat that's, I'm guessing, protecting her. But she's also got a throne that's got two other um, lions. Or, uh, they might be a sphinx or something like that. It looks like there's some... Either sand dunes or um, pyramids behind her. So it's probably warm where she's at either way. There's a sunflower. Oh, she's like the like a sun queen, I guess. She's all in yellow. You've got two lions facing. Oh, that's interesting. So she's got this banner behind her with two lions facing each other. These, those might be lions. But then on her throne, the lions are facing away. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it could mean something to someone. So what's this reading mean? <clears throat> Is this a reflection on my day? Um, no, because it rained all day. Okay. Um, it seems like where she is, it's hot and sunny. Okay. So it probably means that tomorrow's looking pretty good. Ooh. Yeah, she's looking kind of into the distance like, yeah, she's a weather woman. I see sun on the horizon. <laughs> so that's um, my Maybe not card. actual sun, literal sun, but like a theoretical sun. Okay. <clears throat> so I think that's that's, that makes sense. So now, that's my tomorrow card? That's your tomorrow card. Okay. Yeah. So is the Queen of Swords in reverse my today card? Yes, because that's the one I pulled first. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is your today card. So I'm going to look at it straight up, first of all. Oh, look, there's the Ten of Cups under the Queen of Swords. Mm. wonder if that means something. That's like one of your clarification cards. Oh, yeah. you're pulling out some, some knowledge here. Yes, I have the knowledge. The knowledge is here. Um, so the Queen of Swords, straight up. She's sitting in a throne with a sword that's vertical. There's a bird in the background. There's some clouds. Oh, oh, maybe the clouds are like, um, there's rain coming. And her cloak also has clouds on it. So she's the lady of storms. Um, so upside down, 
as I've read it, means that the storms are going away. The storms are going down. Watch out, Australia. They're coming down for you. Um, so I think this means that the weather is clearing, whether that's emotional weather, like if you maybe have some sort of like some heavy weighing on you because of the weather or just emotional baggage. Um, it's saying that you're going to release it today and then tomorrow it's going to be better. And for the clarification card, throwing a little nut or a bolt in the thing, um, it looks like everything's going to turn out all right. <laughs> We've got the Ten of Cups, um, normal ways, up and down. So, yeah, it seems like things are going to pan out for you. If you had some concerns about how today was going, or maybe the past couple days, uh, just look towards the future. Everything will be okay. So that's what I got. Positive. Well, look, pull two queens. <laughs> you can't be less positive than that. I will tell you that swords are often related to thought, mental clarity. Um, Except upside down, the mental clarity, the storms are coming in. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to let that go. And look towards the sun and like your, the queen of wands is your doing. wands are fire elements, so that's your creativity, your passion. And that's why she's got a sunflower, mm -hmm. and there's a pyramid in the background or the beach, whatever. See, look at this. I think You're that was a good reading. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, hit me up if you want a reading. Anyways, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I think this is definitely a topic that we could expand on in future uh, episodes, but right now, I think you have a fact for us. Yeah, I do. Um, it's related to Father's Day. Okay. Because <clears throat> I'm a father. Um, my wife gave me an AeroPress for Father's Day. And it's awesome because now I just drink a lot of espresso shots. You're the best one. I know. She's pretty slick. Um, but fun fact, which I learned the other day from okay. someone who shall not be named, um, told me that the inventor of the AeroPress also invented the Aerobi flying disc. Oh, no way. Yeah, that's what they said. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, because one flies through the air, and the other just gets you so hopped up on espresso, you think you can fly. How does the same person invent those two very random things? Inventors are inventors. Yeah, so he just was like, you know what? Today I'm going to invent a Frisbee. Tomorrow I'm going to invent an air yeah. espresso press. Straight up, yeah. He's got awesome. it together, whatever his name is. He's so on it. have you made any like, good espresso drinks and uh, fancy things? Yeah. You're a sociopath, though, and you drink black coffee. So are you just drinking straight shots of espresso? Um, I would call it an Americano. Okay. Where you put a little bit of water in your espresso. Or so you put it over, sociopath. Or you put it over ice, and the ice melts, and now it's an Americano, but it's not 185 degrees. It's closer to, like, 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's nice. Um, but I did try some stuff with some sugar and... Oh, milk. Make a latte. I don't like milk, though, so it's hard. <laughs> so um, I'm pretty limited. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. It's great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on the next full episode, it's actually going to be about coffee. I know. You knew. I didn't. I was hoping. Okay. <laughs> I can always hope for things. <laughs> yes, it's actually going to be about coffee. Oh, is it about bean reading? Coffee bean reading? It no? wasn't at first, but I'll add that in maybe. Yeah, or coffee ground reading. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us this evening. I had a great time. 
so did I. Thank you for my reading, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later, Gator.